Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. My name is Sonny, and I am here with my co-host, uh, Zapdos, but specifically Galarian Zapdos, the one that looks like an like a roadrunner, that one. Mm. And uh, I am also here with my co-host, uh, Mudsbray. Uh, <laughs> Mudsbray, what a what a Pokemon to call! Not even like an OG Pokemon. Mudsbray. Okay, if we're talking like if we're talking older, uh, not even Mudsdale. Mudsbray. Mudsdale. I meant Mudsdale. I meant Mudsdale. I didn't mean Mudsdale. Okay, we take those. I'm I meant thick, I meant, strong. I meant Mudsbray. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, what, what am I, I? I would call you like. What do I call you like Machoke? You got the <laughs> brawn. The <laughs> Pokemon podcast. I still haven't finished Pokemon Scarlet. I'm still on like Gym Seven. I gotta finish it. I've been, I've been, I've been too wrapped up. I've been too wrapped up playing Baldur's Gate Three. I'm. Uh, I'm I've been smoking the DLC. I have my my Pokedex is already like three quarters complete on the first leg of the DLC. I cannot, and I haven't even not even done with the first mission. You you people complete the Pokedex. I I cannot fathom. <laughs> I never once did that in any Pokemon game before this one. Mm. This game, it is significantly easier to complete the Pokedex for exactly one reason, which is that you can do terror raid battles as much as you want. And if you do like five star and above terror raid battles, which you can solo, the five star and above terror raid battles, which again, you can just do as many as you want, you can solo them. Uh, those specifically reward rare candies and XP candies. And those rare candies and ESP candies let you power level very easily. So, And then once you get to the new DLC, if you're, all your Pokemon are already maxed out level 100, which is really easy to do now. Well, not easy, but like it's not difficult. Uh, my whole team is level 100, so I walk in, and the new DLC are level scaled to me. So 
the DLCs are already my po- the Pokemon in the DLC are already like almost level sixty. So it's just like one level and boom they evolve. One level boom they evolve, and you can complete the Pokedex fast. Solid. On that note, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, thank you to our sponsors. Yeah. So, of course, a huge thank you to all of our wonderful, wonderful sponsors. I want to thank Steel Fox and ETB Games for their continued support of the podcast. Also want to take the time to thank, of course, Gem Accessories, 10% off there, as well as Dragon Shield game, uh, well, Dragon Shield Accessories Games, whatever you want to call it. I uh, want to thank Grimoire TCG. I want to thank Tier Zero Games. And, of course, we also want to get you to check out Chainlink TCG. They uh, they sent me over this really cool uh uh, enemy controller hoodie it comes in on their website you can buy their they have some uh we just did a giveaway with them for a playmat in a field center and also they have some uh hoodies and th- t-shirts things like that uh i haven't seen the playmats or field centers as far as their actual like f- how i haven't felt one yet uh Skylark felt the grimoire mat and he said that was very nice so if you want to check that out but nice. uh yes the chain link mats and field center specifically uh like i said we did do a, a giveaway for that on twitter and i think there's probably gonna be more to come honestly the hoodie i gotta be honest maybe the nicest hoodie i've gotten from anything like merch related ever um which is a, a big thing to say this is probably my favorite hoodie i've ever had already i've only been wearing it an hour it might be my favorite hoodie um the only one that's even close is it's like also very nice that's not yugo related but this one i don't even see it but very long in the torso and so being very long i'm a tall guy when i reach up it doesn't show my whole midsection which is nice the arms are actually appropriately length so i don't have my arms like it doesn't come like up halfway up my forearm because uh, I'm a big dude. I'm like 6'1", 220. But I'm not like... I lift all day. So like I have muscles and stuff. So I'm very... I'm a very, I'm a very like... No, I mean, nobody ever thinks that I'm like 220 to 260. Like, because I was like 260 and people told me I was 220. Nobody ever thinks it. But I am. But I'm very stout. So thick is indeed the word that I use mostly. But... <laughs> uh for somebody with my build who's tall and long but not like heavy or big or thick even really i don't know somebody like stout the xl this is the best fitting xl hoodie i've ever had because most hoodies just aren't geared towards somebody like with my dimensions so like most hoodies like the millennium threads hoodie i got i liked it a lot i enjoyed it but the issue that i had was that the torso was a little bit more rounded out and the arms are, are kind of short and the torso is kind of short so it's like an xl but it's like a different kind of xl this is like like i can stretch my arms out all the way and not worry about the sleeves coming up you know mm-hmm. like i'm big shoulder big arms so like skyhawk this would be an xl that would probably fit you better because it's it's a lot longer in the torso and in the arms and you're like what six six so for you six five you know close the yeah so the don, like two meters the don juan still has an inch on me <laughs> right like you probably have to buy an xl and you just always have short sleeves right xl or xxl it's tough because it depends on like what exactly it is uh like i find for hoodies right. two xl uh for shirts like long sleeve regular xl usually and then t-shirts yep. it just completely depends <laughs> yeah it's it's a range for it's a range for hawkman but 
Also, thank you to our wonderful patrons. Absolutely. So uh, we have discount codes for all of our sponsors down below. Be sure to check those out. Um, so I will say this has been a good year for Yu-Gi-Oh! In my opinion. I think for the most part. I'm, you know, that might not be the most popular opinion in the world, but I think it's been good. I think uh, there have been some like very large L's, but I think there have also been some very large W's. Uh, so I think I think perception is maybe a bit wonky as to like the picture overall. Uh, I think overall the picture is good, but I think there are some like very large L's. <laughs> is my is my take on this year in Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, overall W lots of L between. Well, you know, have a W. You have high low points hold up i uh i might have lost you did you my internet is uh i thought you're i thought you cut out yeah i think i'm with your internet i'm the one cutting out yeah let me try okay uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna hop out well, and hop back in and see if uh oh no the whole screen's gonna get destroyed Okay. Oh no. Oh no. No, I'm not helping anything. I won't, I won't do that then. Okay, I think we're back. I think. Yeah. We're back. Yeah, I think we're good. Okay. So we're back. Um, we do have a master duel ban list that I want to talk about because it's bonkers. Uh, so let's go ahead and do that first, and then we'll come back to the year and set review. But what I was saying, I don't know if you heard me. I think the year overall was a W, but Ws, if you look at them, have high points and low points, but more high than low. <laughs> uh... That is a good analogy. I like that. Uh, that's, okay. <laughs> I agree with that. Actually, I think that's a better characterization. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about this Master Duel ban list. Uh, we do have a ton of moves. Uh, Master Duel said, yo, TCG, people react about your ban list. Hold my beer. So um, Master Duel has, also has four newly banned cards. First of which is Chaos Ruler, the Chaotic Mag Magical Dragon. Um, Triff in shambles. This was a mean, a, a mean, very essential card for a lot of decks, but mean, you really, mean, you mean Trish, right? Hmm? You mean Trish? Did I say Triff? Yes. I I thought I said Trish. <laughs> I meant to say Trish. <laughs> Probably Triff too, to be honest. Let's be honest here. Um, no, Chaos Ruler is a very cool card. Nobody can deny. But it's also a problematic card because I read it. So a worthy ban, in my opinion. Um, yeah. It, I, White Dragon Wyver Burster is weird. So White Dragon Wyver Burster ban. Uh, this is what you do if you want to just like kill Dragon Link outright. Uh, I don't think it's like, completely dead, but this this hits so many aspects of the deck, right? Uh Going second is now very difficult. Part of like your play going second was the Black Dragon Wyver Burster doing the Striker Dragon, the Romulus plays, being able to chain block all of your like key interaction points. That's not a thing anymore. Chaos Space, this effectively hits Chaos Space because it makes Safer really bad. You, you can't Chaos Space search your full combo anymore. It also bland, bans Black Dragon effectively. And again, it also basically hits Safer. Yeah. You also can't do yeah. some of like the Baron plays or the Chaos Angel plays as easily. So you lose out on a whole bunch of 
convenient level stuff. You have to go back to like either really, really heavy on the Bestials or you have to go back to like Nocto Vision Dragon, play like more like a deeper rocket package for extenders, which is harder to do because Quick Launch is semi-limited in Master Duel. So they said, nope, Dragon Link, we're not doing this. We're going for the jugular. Uh, apologies. Congratulations, to- <laughs> they did it. <laughs> it's gone. Trish is in shambles. Yep. Uh, the other two hits are a little bit more uh, out of left field for the bands. Well, yeah, which is definitely like the Master Duel way. Part uh, of Demise and Super Heavy Samurai Soulbreaker armor. So maybe this means that we're about to get all the Super Heavy Samurai support if we don't already have it. Yes. Uh, so Soul Soulbreaker armor uh, is an FTK card. This card does 3,000 damage and it's not once per turn. So. Uh, oh, so they they have banned this to say you're getting the super heavy cards, but uh, we're we're not doing the FTK. How is that not a thing in the TCG? Uh, so the reason it wasn't a thing in the TCG is because the gimmick puppet nightmare build was better. Um, the the FTK. Wait, super heavy samurai wasn't doing gimmick puppet nightmare stuff. Uh, yes, they were. <laughs> what? Yep, they were playing the gimmick. It didn't puppet. have time to. They were playing the gimmick puppet link. In the in the three weeks that it was playable, yes, they were. What gimmick puppet link? Are you not talking about gimmick puppet night uh, gimmick puppet nightmare? The the, the lock the, guy. They, they used the link to to set up the lock. Well, you know this what? Just, this is just a part of Yu Gi Oh's history that we have forgotten. It's been a long year, folks. Uh... <laughs> well, here's the thing: I built that deck. I had the deck completely built. Yeah, I don't remember doing that. They were. It was at the YCS in multiple lists. It wasn't like the main thing they were doing. Uh, but the other reason that the FTK wasn't there is that in a best of three. I barely got to learn the deck. No, I didn't get to learn the deck and it got banned. Oh, I'm that, sorry, continue. That's that's true, actually. I've got... Yeah, the mainline version. It's been such a, it's been such a long year. Um, yeah, that's just it. We didn't even get to learn all the different variations of the deck before it got hit. Yeah. The FTK... Uh, Crazy. Also was worse than build the board because you could side against the FTK a lot better. It just lost to more stuff. Um, yeah, and it required you to play like a brick in the soul piercer armors or whatever. Uh, Card of demise ban is funny. It's limited in TCG. I think it's at one or two in the OCG. It might be banned in the OCG. Uh, but this is just stun decks. We're not doing this. A lot of this list is actually like taking the stun decks out behind the shed. Thank goodness. Next, we have the limits. Uh, Inspector Border falls under that, as does Tikaboo. Both are at one now, which, thank goodness. Um, I, I'm, I would be fine with both those cards being banned because they are much in the same way of uh, what I said in the TCG. They're not intuitive cards. They're stupid. They should just all be banned. But we take limits when we can get them. Cashier Fenrir, this is a, another hit to the Cashier Trap because I think they already had Unicorn limited and Rise Heart hit in Mass. Okay, so Rise Heart's three. So, yeah, Kestira is probably still good. Uh, no, Kestira, in fact, is dead. Uh, because elsewhere on this limited list is Kestira Birth. Even as like a seven engine with my cards. So, uh, Birth, Birth is limited on this same list. 
Oh, jeez. Never mind. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, yeah, okay. I see it now. Yeah, I didn't notice it before. One, one thing to bring up about Fenrir and Master Duel specifically is that this is a huge hit to like every deck in the format. Um, yeah, because they're all playing Fenrir. Kestura Fenrir is one of the best checks to Maxi uh, because it punishes people for holding Maxi. Uh, and it's also like a low investment disruption that you can have under Maxi. And going second into your opponent's Maxi, uh, it's you can trigger the Fenrir to to like banish a card and bait another interruption so in a best of one format a hitting fenrir is understandable because the card is insane but it is a cancer to maxi which is also a point but yeah kestira pure is dead there's no way you can play it also here we have pot of desires and pot of duality because I think if it has pot in of in the name it just gets limited here yep Prosp is also at one. Funny enough, this is like the eighth straight hit to flu. Uh, <laughs> the you know what? I'm so fine with... Uh, I, at this point, limit pot agreed to. Limit anything that's pot of. I don't care. Pot of benevolence? Put it to one. Pot, pot of, of generosity? Put it to one. We're limited. Pot of riches? Only one copy. Yep. <laughs> that would be funny, actually. That would go with... Uh, then you could get the, um, the pot collection, and you'd have a you'd have a play set of every pot card that you need um actually true yeah uh also here's runic destruction uh this feels like not a big thing against the less spells they have better in the eyes of Estradol, right yeah it's like a critical mass thing kind of like uh we've always said with like sky striker spells and uh and dragon rollers yeah so part of the issue with runic is that the runic stun deck just refuses to die so this list i think was hey guys we're going to keep hitting the runic cards if you don't stop playing runic stun uh but the players has not listened so we have to hit the runic cards again um yeah so my apologies to Which uh coder our runic for hire just keeps getting butchered but uh also here on that for that same reason is kaiser coliseum Yes, and and uh, maybe the funniest head on this list, uh, which is Synchro Zone. Uh, so, <laughs> do you do you know what Synchro Zone? What is does? this here for? Uh, so, no, <laughs> I don't. I've never even read this card. Synchro Zone is a continuous trap, which you might have guessed. Um, it is. It was played. I knew it was a trap. It was played in Runic Stun builds during the Duelist Cup. Basically, it has only ever seen play in Yu-Gi-Oh. The last two weeks. Uh, it set, it's basically a continuous trap that says your opponent can't attack except for with synchro monsters. That's all it does. It's messenger of peace. Uh, yeah. So the it's really stupid. This card could stay at three. It'd be fine. Well, so actually, no. <laughs> In the master duel meta, it actually has some some weird implications. There are a lot of decks that just straight up cannot out a synchro zone backed up by the Rudic spells. <laughs> so unironically, this hit looks very stupid, but like it was seeing play in almost all of the top 100 runic stun lists that were that were playing in the duelist. And maybe hit more hits to runic, <laughs> like ban Kaiser Coliseum instead of limiting it. I'm it's one of those like we'll take the limits, but they should be banned for sure. And then they're, um, they're also limited. Also, here is <laughs> I was about to say pearly delicious memory to one as, as well as pretty memory to two, which can lead us to the only semi limit. Um, this is 
again, much like Runic, much like Sky Striker, much like Dragon Rollers, or what we used to say about Dragon Rollers, it's a it's not it's a numbers game with these cards. It's, it's a critical mass ish. Yeah, notably, this is like uh, Pearly has been just decimated. Like they have two white cat, mm -hmm. a bunch of their spells are semi limited or limited. Uh, so they're down like yeah, four I think quick plays. Pretty much all of them. I think Sleepy Memory is limited. Yeah. And they don't even have E Pearly Noir yet. They don't even have the small black cat uh, extra deck. They have Pearly Lee, but not the, not the little guy. Uh, so Pearly is probably dead as well. I don't know how you play the deck with, with this many quick plays going. Uh, Super excited about all the Pearly cards I crafted in Master Rule. Good thing I haven't played that game in a month. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> And the unlimits, of course, Sword Soul Strategist Long Yan, the most powerful unlimit on this list. I don't, this card being a two is stupid. Mm -hmm. um, also, Predaplant Orphus Scorpio to from two to three, sure. Go search Instant Fusion now, I guess. Um, Speedroid Terratop from one to three. This has maybe more implication, but we'll see. See, yeah. I think MX Saber Invoker is banned. I'm not uh, really too no. worried about this. Uh, in fact, MX Saber Invoker is legal. Ooh. Uh, they, funny enough, there was a list I think, at the beginning of this month. They announced a ban list, and then like three days later, they were like, "Oh, also we're ban unbanning Invoker." Uh, <laughs> they, it was like a, it was a big thing. They were like they added an addendum to their announced list. Uh, so, which is crazy. Zodiac is is almost at full power. In, in this format. A Broad Bull is still banned, but you have uh you've got three barrage, three Dryden, one rat, I think. Um and then now Terratop into Invoker. I don't know if it will be good. But this seems like a testing ground thing. TCG just put Terratop to two. <laughs> so maybe they're like No, they put it to three. No, TCG put Terratop to two. Oh, I thought they put it straight to three as well. Nope. Went to two yeah. with uh, with Pancratops. It's probably fine. And I don't remember what the other card they went to two was. <laughs> um, I, I thought there was like five semis. There were only three on the most recent TCG list. I don't remember what the third one was. Yeah, I'm open to being wrong. Either way. Uh, and the last card here worth mentioning is... Oh, there's three of them. Aha! The rest of the Dragon Rulers! Holy moly! This is finally the first format um, where every Dragon Ruler is unlimited. It's All of them are at three. And all the babies. Yep. And it still won't do anything. <laughs> it is this crazy. is the first format since September 2013 with all of the Dragon Rulers at three and all of the babies at three. Is Master Duel in Master Duel in January of 2024? It took ten years and four months and a di and a new game to make this happen. <laughs> the rulers, after all this time, have finally been power crept. Shoutouts to shoutouts to Storm Dragon's return. So supposedly we think we're not that's not set in stone yet. I still think you can put a lot of sevens on board and make something happen with the cashier, but we'll see. Yeah, Tomahawk is still legal. Uh, I think, I wonder if the cash hits came in conjunction with the rulers. Maybe the people were like, hmm, we're not doing the the, the free level 7 thing. But, maybe. Uh, notably, they kept, is legal. They, they kept birth at 1, which means Speedroid still gets to play. Uh, <laughs> so, Do I hear Speedroid, Cashier, Dragon Ruler? It's possible. 
You could. Tempest is probably pretty good. Terratop at three? Yeah, Terratop to three. Anyway. Uh, uh, unironically, that deck sounds cool as hell. All right. I heard what you were doing. Yeah, I, was gonna, I saw where you were going with that. I was just, Tier list. We should do this. Oh, no. I was going to say uh, quickly the implications of the ban list. Uh, Math Mech, I think, is probably just the best deck. Um, Branded is probably good again as well. Uh, other than that, I don't know. <laughs> Everything got hit aside from Math. So it, we're just kind of sitting. Dragon Link is dead. So there's like this big power vacuum now. So we'll see what fills it. Super heavy, uh, probably. I will say, probably. Uh, I will say, is super heavy. You think so? Well, I guess that once they release. Um, chat got it right. Title pitch dragoons search diva. Normal diva make barone. Three. Normal diva special this make barone. I am interested to see if if because title I think is the one people were the most scared of, and I I agree with that. I am curious to see what people cook with that. Regardless, and then if you uh, title pitch dragoons to summon dragoon searches diva, but. Does title do something also right there? Doesn't title foolish one right there? Title is foolish burial. Yep. So like, I don't. It's been a decade. I haven't read the Dragon Rulers in a long time. When title does the pitch and then summon, is it on the summon that it does the uh, the foolish? Let me take a look. I know I don't think that's how that works. So it's if it's in your hand or graveyard, you can manage to to, to special summon it. Um. You can discard this card and one water monster to the graveyard. Send any monster from your deck to the graveyard. So if you pitch itself into water, it's just foolish for anything. Okay, so you pitch itself in like Dragoons to then search Diva, and then Diva Neptibus make Martial Metal Marcher, then use the two waters that are in the grave to bring Title back, and then well, make a Title 10? gets to foolish a thing. So notably, you can't use the hand effect and the grave effect of Title in the same turn. I don't know, man. These cards feel overly restrictive. Uh, that's that's to the thing, right? Good. <laughs> it's funny how that works. Like, I had this debate with a uh, friend of the friend of the debate team, Dylan, a, a friend of mine who likes to debate me on things. Who made I made a bet with. By the way, I would love to hear everyone's input on this bet. I'll tell it after. Um, but we had a debate recently when the last round of Dragon Ruler unhits came. And I was like, you know, I just, I don't see a world where all the dragon rulers can go to three and be okay. I just think that, like, there's some sort of, like, pile strategy, like, turbo synchro thing, turbo XEs thing that we're just, like, missing. And he was like, no, really? He kept saying it, like, like, you know, double, uh, double, what you call it, double Dragosac just is not good anymore. Like, that's just not a good thing to do. I was like, yeah, but, like, Dragosac makes two level three tokens, which makes a Cherubini, which gets a, an adventure engine online, you know, like could do anything. And he's like, I don't really think they're good. And I, I pushed back, but I got to admit, I, he might be right. I, we were talking about this today. I was like, I don't know, man, the more I think about it, I think these cards are too restrictive. I think he might be right. I think these cards just might not be good. Yeah. Dracosac Cherubini was what the OCG was coping with, uh, for tier to send uh right to send a tier to the grave 
um, or to been uh, king of the swamp. So yep. post uh, kick close ban. So uh, I guess before we do the products tier list, there's like uh, a little bit of important news. Um, there's one new card we should probably read. Uh, this one. So I'm not going to go over these two in depth because they don't matter too much for us. But uh, Rush Duel got a ban list <laughs> like the two days before Christmas. Of course it did. Uh, I don't. I'm not going to pretend to know anything about their format, but it is very funny. The very first ever card banned in Rush Duel is Barrier Statue of the Infernos. Uh, turns out, let's go ban the barrier statues. Even in a format where you're normal summoning like any number of times you want, turns out the barrier statue is too good. Uh, Amazing. Uh, then the OCG had a ban list. Um, so I'll just read it through real quick. Uh, one Notably, ban- the last time we ranked all the sets, it took two hours without any other content. So we'll, we're going to have to rush through that. Yeah. Uh, Forbidden, Hot Red Dragon, Archfiend King, Calamity. Uh, Good. TCG Limited. Redox. Cool. Uh, Eeb Limited. Uh, TCG also did this. Uh, Heavy Storm from 0 to 1, which... Uh, <laughs> is a bit scary. Let's uh, go. Bring it back. Uh, so Konami did give Christmas presents this year. True. So emergency went from unlimited to limited. Uh, so they did the opposite instead of hitting airlifter. Although I think the OCG hit airlifter before. Uh, rivalry of warlords from two to one. So they limited. They got rid of another rivalry copy. Uh, change of heart to two. My friend Pearly to two, which is a big hit. There can be only one from three to two. Okay. Big welcome labyrinth from three to two. Sure. Uh, Unlimited is Gandora X, the Dragon of Demolition. Uh, It got an errata, so they can unlimit it. Uh, Tri-Brigade Fractal from two to three. Uh, Engage is back to three in the OCG. Dragonic Diagram at three. And then Fluandries in the Magnificent Map to three. So that's the OCG list. And then uh, I'll read off the quick play spell. And then we can get into the the slapping. So, new quick play yep. spell, lore, lore. Uh, Golden Nova is uh, salivating with this one. So this is a new quick play spell called Metal Trinios. Kind of uh, quick play. It's hard once per turn. Effect is target one face up non token monster your opponent controls. Special summon one monster that has two or more of the same type, attribute, and or attack from your hand, deck, or extra deck, but its effects are negated. And if you do, negate the targeted oh, monster. I'm going to read it because you're going sicko mode. Okay, you can do that then. <laughs> Metal Tronios. A quick play spell card. You can activate one card with this card's name per turn. One, target one face-up non-token monster your opponent controls. Special summon one monster that has two or more of the same type, attribute, and or attack. From your hand, deck, or extra, but its effects are negated. If you do negate the targeted monster's effects, then and if those two monsters have the same name, you banish both face down. You can activate the targeted response's card's activation. Interesting. Yep. Has some cool applications as a board breaker. Or more type attribute and or attack. Yeah. It's a little niche, um, but in mirror matches, it's good. This reminds me, this reminds me of... Um, yeah, sorry. I was going to say it just reminds me a little bit of um, Artemis Slay. Yeah, it is kind of a cross between Ultimate Slayer and Duality. Uh, it is a weird it is a weird card for sure. Uh, notably, Fluffle might play this because if you Kaiju your opponent and you give them a Radiant, you can use this to summon Chain from deck because it's a Dark Fiend. Uh, 
So there's some, I think there are decks that will find interesting applications with kaijus. There are some generic outs to extra deck monsters that exist. Uh, Baron has a couple very funny targets. Um, so there is something here, but it's a little bit niche and it's going to take the right format to be good. It does, it does potentially give you a way to out SP. That is true. Yep. There's some unique stuff. Yeah. On that note. All right, let's do this. Let's do this tier list. Product. Uh, this was an interesting year in Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, there is a two and a half hour long Josh Schmidt react to a this year in Yu-Gi-Oh video that I recommend. Uh, uh, that where video he goes was... over every... everything. Uh, that video was by the Law Yu-Gi-Oh. Correct, which he says it excessively and recommends the channel in the video, but I couldn't remember the original channel, so I just said it was on Josh's. But yes, the Law YGO. But Josh Schmidt's insight is good. I like Josh Schmidt's insight, so mm -hmm. watch both. You should. The Law puts the Law YGO is like criminally underrated, needs way more subscribers. True. Um, if you want a history of like the first three years of Duel Links, there's incredible videos about those. Uh, he was originally a Duel Links creator uh, before... Uh, Master Duel got revealed, then everyone was like, oh god, they're going to abandon this game. Uh, but now he's kind of started doing more TCG stuff. It's awesome. Yep. So, let's go ahead and start the tier list with the first product that released in the new year, which was Amazing Defenders. <laughs> We're hopping right into it on the deep side, on the deep end with this. Personally, for me, I think that this product is Hear me out here. At least A tier, maybe S. So I would say... Probably A. I would say definitely not S. Uh, I I refuse to put any of the crappy collector's rare deck build sets in S. Um, I, and importantly, on release, this set was hot garbage. Uh, Pearly was barely playable. Makanko was barely playable. Uh, Rescue Ace was completely unplayable. Uh what saved this set was support that huh understandable yeah what saved this set was releases in the other sets <laughs> that made them better that we didn't know about sure, until but that's the, the strategy that's always the strategy that was the same strategy with tactical masters it was the same strategy with the one before it that's been the strategy with these deck build sets for a long time. We always know that these deck build sets are going to be good. It's uh, happened the last three or four of them. Yeah, and I find that that's very Grand bad. Raiders. It's pretty crappy for new players. <laughs> because what happens is they come in, they're like, ah. The I opposite. Wanna... Uh, no, because the new players aren't going to buy. It's exactly the opposite. They're not going to buy the bad decks. And then when the deck gets good, because their newer players are always going to be behind on the news curve right? So for experienced players, they're going to be like, okay, if this deck gets supported, it's going to be good. So I'm going to buy my copies of it. If you're somebody who's just investing in the game for the first time, you're not going to buy a bad deck. Like you're going to want something that's, that can at least that you can play a locals, right? So when suddenly yes, but these decks are budget, uh, sorry, hold on. Let me on release. Let me look. These were all budget. Every one of them. Yeah. The most expensive one was Makanko, and it had the lowest expectations. Again, new players are not buying these decks on release. This only benefits people who are already in the game. I 
and importantly, a lot of the variants of the decks that have seen the most success now have gotten much more expensive. Uh, Rescue you could have gotten you, the entire pearly deck with all support for you. You could 50 have. Bucks. You could have if you were a market watcher. Not everyone. You don't is. need to be a market watcher. You just have to understand the cycle, which you can talk to any person at your locals and do. I I just I just do not believe that is true at all. I think that is immense cope. I will say, in hindsight, the set is good. Again, because of support that was released later. As a pro, are we are we rating these on the strength of the meta relevance of the product, or are we rating these on the quality of the product? Because if we're rating this on the quality of the product, it's a C. If we're rating this on meta relevance, it's an A. I think it has to be. It's it's a naturally subjective topic, right? It, there's right. no correct answer. For me, on meta relevance, I think it's S tier. But when you factor in everything else, which is the terrible product design of the these deck builder sets, where you only get what is it three ultras per box, yeah. and you're maybe less. And realistically, there's like nine, ten ultras. There's only sixty cards in the set. Everything else is rare. I, I think, to me, I think the a. value proposition is where it's an issue. Yeah, I think I, I'm willing to compromise and say A, because I think it like Rescue Ace is one of the best decks right now, and it will be for the next chunk of time. Makanko. All three of these decks have won YCSs. Yeah, Makanko is relevant. Pearly was relevant. Uh, RIP is sold, but Makanko still has the blind second build that you can play, which is the one that actually saw yeah. success first uh, until Ken and Gen got re released. So. Yeah, I'd say we can put it in A. I have many, many gripes about this set, and I wish I could put it lower, but I think A is fair. I I would like to say, I'm going to respond to some things in chat real quick. Eldritch was a different deck build set type, and that still was one of the best deck build sets of all time. But that deck build set was built fundamentally differently with extreme short printings of secret rares and the rest of the set being super. So when you have all supers and secrets... It's it's a fundamentally different product. Everybody, but yes, Eldritch was expensive. But even when you turn, the Lord was. <laughs> yes, the sets do suck to open if you want to get product specific things out of them. But if you want to get specific things out of them, it's better to buy singles. It always has been. There's only one set that has ever released that may have been better to buy sealed product, and we're gonna cover it. But like, <laughs> it's always singles. Okay. And then if a set takes six months and two ways of support to become a good set, it's a bad set. The counterpoint is that every side set is like that that releases new support. That's ha that has been the strategy for years now. That's not a this is not a new thing. Yeah. Every deck build set has been here's the deck build set. You're gonna get everything except one or two cards, which we're gonna trickle out in core sets as a way to get you to buy core sets. I'm not saying it's a good or cool thing. But it's a business model, and at the end of the day, again, it's the new card is always dirt cheap. Look at the Labyrinth stuff. The new Butler has like a, been a $3 card until recently. But realistically, on release, most of the Labyrinth cards were not that crazy. Most of the Runic cards were not that crazy. The Rescue Ace cards, you could get the entire mm. core for like 40 50 bucks. The Pearly, you could get the core for 40 50 bucks. Sorry. All you have to do is have just enough foresight to say, wait a minute, there's a really good core here. They're probably going to give us two or three cards over the next couple of sets 
Part of the issue, though, is that you're then asking players to buy a core of every single one of those decks in case it gets good later. Like, you're saying, okay... Just call your shot. Well, you, Pick you one. Whatever you like the gameplay loop of, call one of the, them. You have to buy the Valence core. <laughs> you have to buy the Valence core. Uh, old Valence core on release was like 10 bucks, and it still is. It, it, so you, miss, you win some, you lose some. But the investment here is nothing, on considering what it takes if you buy... Yeah, you know, a core set out of something crazy, right? Like if you go into a core set and buy a whole deck core out of a core set, you're talking hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Whereas if you buy a deck core out of a deck build set and add one or two pieces to it later, you're talking about a hundred dollars. Me, like when... it, for a new player that's getting into the game, buying a whole new deck that just came out has never been a, a cost proposition that's Me, been fair. Uh... You go out and buy the most recent structure deck; they're going to buy the Fire King structure deck, like. To say that it's a new player problem, I don't think is fair. I think it's incredibly fair. You're, you bring up the Fire King structure deck and uh, Amazing Defenders is a deck built set. Oh, gee, oh boy. I, I can't wait to go to my locals and compete with the, the Fire King structure deck. Oh, the Wanted Engine? What's that? I don't know what that is. <laughs> but you can so compete like, with the Fire King structure deck with the addition of a Dogmatica package. For a that, locals that, level, that's perfectly reasonable. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be real with you. After looking at and testing both of those builds, it is immense cope. <laughs> it, it at, is, the locals uh, level, at the locals at level? At locals. At the locals level. To learn the game on your first deck. Oh, to learn the game. As a everyone. new player. You're talking about a new player. It depends on your locals. If your locals is extremely casual, yes. If your locals is like the locals in Edmonton, absolutely not. <laughs> it depends on where you're at. It's like there are new players building a deck for regionals. We're not going out buying SP. We're not talking about high, highly competitive tournament violence. We're talking about learning the game. You got a new player. What new player is building Rescue Haste? Uh, I've never seen it. I mean, sure, but again, you're then limiting the choices of decks that new players can play, right? Like what we're going to tell every new player they have to play Fluanderies. That sucks. Hundreds <laughs> was a poor set. Uh, here's the thing. Anyway, we we gotta we gotta cover the rest of these. I, and these I'm not saying that in six months, Centurion, Memento, and Harmonico or Valmonica will be amazing. But here's the thing: Centurion's already really good, even if it's just Calamity's Turbo. It's already topping YCSs. Memento and Valmonica. I don't know. We'll see. Not ever the banger, but my goodness. Uh well, I don't so know. like. Wild Survivors. We can maybe we can talk about it more when we get to Wild Survivors. Yeah, but we got we got. Did we not have a single release in between January and June? Uh, because you said Wild Survivors. Surely we had something surely, between. Well, yeah, we did Maze of Memories. Sure. Uh, was Maze first or was Photon Hypernova first? It was Photon for sure. It was Hypernova. Okay, we'll talk about Hypernova. Hypernova. We're talking. Give. I'm feeling. All it had was a few, a few support cards for. Well, I say a few support cards. The rest of the Kashira archetype. Yeah, so it had the rest of Kashira. Had a wave of uh, uh, Galaxy support that didn't really do anything. Top to regional once. A uh, big welcome labyrinth B? was in this set, which mattered. As was Grand Ganal. Uh, this set also had thrust. Uh, B. Uh, one support card, two su two support cards in Grand Ganal and Big Welcome. So one meta staple and thrust 
And then so, a support for another archetype that came out last year? Uh, it also had the, the generator stuff. It had Leviathan. That's had meta impact lately. Bestial Baldrake is in here. Uh, Plunder Patrol Ship Jord is here. Plunder Patrol Lab. Slepnir? Plunder Patrol Builds. Uh, Slepnir was not this set. Uh, Dynamondo is in this set. Uh, the um, One of the Ninja Fusions is in here. I think it's it's we can put it like top of B, I think. Oh, tier okay. cash as well, gigantic champion sargas. I, I kinda wanna put it low A, but I think I think high B works for me if you're feeling lower. I'll tell you what, we'll put it in B for an well this this deck this set literally shaped six months of Yu-Gi-Oh! We'll call it an A. I think we could put it in A pretty safely. But there's other stuff we to could, put lower. We could draw we could drag it to B. Trap trick structure deck. Uh, I think this is an A as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it could be A or solid B. Like I think probably low A, high B. Like Common Ash, playable three of structure deck. Yep. Uh, better relevant for that's, a bit. Uh, also had evenly matched, which at the time was a fantastic reprint. Uh, yeah. That's literally how my twin brother got his first play set of evenly. Was just buying the Me structure too. deck. I, did they have impermanent as well? I don't remember. No. Oh, Harpy's Featherstorm is in here as a common also. No, Harpy's Feather Duster. Sorry. Wrong Harpies. Thank you, chat. Uh, Harpy's Feather Duster is a common. Is always welcome. Four of Trap Tricks. Yeah, Raigeki, Kumungus, Shade Brigandine, uh, Holotea is a good card. Godarla was actually a very important reprint. Uh, Sarah reprint was big too. Sarah was expensive for a long time. Uh, what was next? What was next? Oh my goodness. So anyway, I'm giving this an A, but chat, tell me what the next set was. Yeah, I'm good with A. Was it Maze? Maze was March, I think, huh? I was looking up the... Maze was next, yeah. I'm checking the release. Um, here. Okay, Maze no, had Gate Guardian support, which automatically S-tier. And even if it wasn't for that... Also, Guardian Chimera, Baron, a set, uh, XL Stardust Synchro Dragon... Uh, I, I feel like beyond that, the set is... We're crazy. not doing accessories, Philly. We're just doing uh, card releases. I, don't know. I feel like beyond that, the set was kind of crappy, though. Like, if I'm looking at what's there, like, the, the collector's rares are kind of cool, I guess. But um, Counterpoint. Gate Guardian support. So, Terahertz is relevant. Uh, Wake Up Your Elemental Hero is relevant for Hero. Um, the Head of Rick Glamour reprint. I don't know. This set... Can I add a double S tier for this one? <laughs> I think big guardian support. I think Soul of the Supreme King has seen play in Dynamorphia. I don't know. I think this set's not very good. I think if it's not on this list, we're not doing it. Continue. I want to put it on C. If I'm being honest, I don't think this. C U and S tier for gate guardian support. <laughs> I I don't I think this set is not great. Can I add a G tier? <laughs> if you want to put a G tier at the bottom, sure. <laughs> we, How do I add a G tier? How do I do that? In tier maker, uh, add ro a row below. Yep, add a row below. G. I'll make it Call like it G. And this is gate. Guardian we'll make it tier. like. Uh, we'll make it gray for gate guardian. It's, okay, <laughs> it's a gate guardian tier. Oh, I modified this to be D. I accidentally modified this one to be okay. Wait. Okay, and then this one. Yeah, on my personal G tier list, I'm putting Guardian. it in, in C. But uh, G for Gate Guardian is pretty good. 
Yeah. Okay, so next is the Legendary Collection 25th Anniversary Box, which I guess we can include the Booster Box reprints as well. Um, so we're doing the Legendary Collection one? Yeah, Legendary D? Collection 25th Anniversary. It's literally pointless? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's very good. Yeah, you get, can get like the cool promos. Uh, the, the reprints of the boxes, I think, are like fine, but... They're not, like, that good. The only reason I would put it higher is because there are reprints of Terror King Salmon uh, in the IOC boxes. But, yeah, I don't okay. think... I think this product kind of sucked. D is, D is exactly right. Uh, um, next we have... Yeah, D, D is our lowest tier. G is actually... I don't know what, what G is doing here. G should be at the top for <laughs> Gate Guardian. There we go. Okay. Uh, so, G goes at the top, but... Uh, so, it's in our bottom tier, which is D... And then you've got next was Syac. Yep. Next was Cyberstorm Access. What was in Cyberstorm Access? Okay, so this is Slepnir. Uh, no. What the hell? Where did Slepnir come out at? Slepnir was Dune. Because I pulled one. Slepnir is Dune. Slepnir was Duelist Nexus. No. Yeah. No shot. Yes. You can look it up. I'm looking it up. Okay, right now. sure. Sayak. <laughs> uh, what does Sayak have? Anything? Yeah, so Sayak has yeah. some stuff. So Sayak has Chaos Angel, uh, Guiding Quim, uh, Firewall Dragon Singularity, which uh, has seen play, uh, Bestial Dispatter, basically the entire like good chunk of the Monadium core. So that's Peaceful Planet Calarium, Vicious Astrolab, Chaos Engine, uh, Monadium Reum Heart. Uh, this has Ringo Worm in it, which didn't do great. The Gold Pride support. Uh, this has the Super Heavy Samurai Engine, which was immediately impactful. Uh, Time Tearing Morganite, which has seen playing a lot of stun decks. Albion the Sanctifier Dragon uh, gave Branded more options again. It's got Lou the Waylith for the Synchro build. Uh, this has Wannabe, which has seen play. Uh, that is saying that this had Math Mech support? Uh, singularity was the Math Mech. Albion support, maybe? No, Singularity was the Math Mech support. A Firewall Dragon Singularity. Oh, Firewall, yeah. Yep. Uh, this I think this is a pretty easy S, uh, like S. Yeah, because yeah. think about how ubiquitous. I was thinking C. No, what? Uh, the super heavy engine was like meta defining when this set released. Uh, the Monadium for a week. For three weeks, uh, Quem just won a YCS in a three weeks. I'm. Ended. Sorry, clearly don't really want this to be anything. Dispatter, Dispatter is sorry. Like continue. A, Dispatter is a huge part of the reason that Dragon Link was crazy for a few months. This format, I think this is S. I like. I don't see like Sayak has aged incredibly well. I'd compromise for A, but I think the set was really good. Okay, we could do we could do A because like uh, admittedly some of the stuff is that. like lower. These are all cards that have an enormous. All, all of these cards have enormous long-term potential. Very few of them have actually seen and produced real results. I I would urge you to look at Bestial Dispatter <laughs> and what Monadium is doing on the regional yes, scene I, right now. I understand exactly Bestial Dispatter and Chaos Angel. And Guiding Quem literally just won a YCS I get that. with Josh Schmidt. <laughs> I guess I just be maybe I 
I don't know, like three cards to me doesn't make it an S tier set. This isn't three cards. I just listed a whole bunch of cards that were impactful. Chaos, so Chaos Angel, that's one. Guiding Quem, that's two. Uh, Singularity, sure. that's three. Bestial Dispatter, that's four. We can say that the entire okay, Monadia Singularity is, wasn't that much. We can say that they banned Circular. I don't know what you want. Uh, so um, that doesn't the entire Monadia mm. archetype. Uh, Gold Pride topped YCSs. Albion the Sanctifier Dragon basically brought Branded back from the dead. Time Tearing Morganite has been the backbone of the Runic Stun list that have been topping regionals in a couple YCSs. And again, the Super Heavy Samurai engine. That's already like eight packages in this that have seen significant meta play. Not to mention a bunch of rogue stuff like uh, uh, like Wannabe. So, And Pearly Sleepy Memory was also okay. in this set. Here's what I'll say. How about this? I can do B. I can do B. How about this? Photon Hypernova. Singularly shifted the entire meta for six plus months on its own. That, that would be uh, this. I think you meant to rise I've seen heart. a couple of meta trends. I think you meant to rise heart. I think I think B. I think it B. I think we can do B. Okay. If, if we're saying that if if we both agree that hypernova was a better set then i think b is fair yeah that's what, like we had hypernova top of b lower bottom of a right so like okay. i think that hypernova was like definitively a better set okay we can do b and saying i made amazing defenders a because it became meta later meta later and super heavy monadium and gold pride where i've all seen meta play just because they've all seen meta play doesn't mean that they've had every deck in the set win a YCS. Yeah, that's fair. That's reasonable. I will say Super Heavy did not get a fair shot. <laughs> that deck was insane. Fair. Okay. Next on the list is Wild Survivors. I don't think Defenders are going to be more than that. Wild Survivors, we can, we can make a dinosaur tier and put yeah. it right up here with g if this you want like, but other than that this set is like low c high d uh the okay the dinosaurs of the nouvelles again i'm glad one of us is being realistic nouvelles required another i'm not like um way of support uh, and it's still like extremely 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 rogue um i don't know which one is wild survivors chat help it's the reddish one that's not uh, uh the one next to Battles of Legend, Crystal Revenge, uh, or Monsters Revenge. The one, maybe I don't know. Um, the, <laughs> the one that's not—it's the red set that's not Soul Burning Volcano. Uh, sure. The uh, the red box, the only red box left. The Vanquish Soul deck was pretty good. Like one Vanquish Soul player topped every YCS. Um, and had a showing at Worlds. The Dinosaur has topped like a couple of random. Soul Burning Volcano is not on this box. Uh, Soul Burning, Soul Burning Vol Volcano is not on here. Soul Burning Volcano is on here. It's next to Duelist Nexus. Oh, yeah, I put something wrong. <laughs> um, no, I didn't. This set was not very good. Oh, this is Soul Burning Volcano. I thought this was Amazing Defenders. Hold on. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, this is Amazing Defenders. Amazing Defenders, yeesh. Okay, like, Amazing Defenders is like... The box is kind of small. It's like kind of like a gold yellow yeah i think we got there okay we got there yeah wild survivors not very good okay uh next up 
Battles of Legend, Monstrous Revenge. So, okay. Uh, Monstrous Revenge is interesting. I... Not good, but interesting. I think it's a D. I think if Wild Survivor was a C, this is probably pretty close to a C. I don't think it's as bad as the Legendary Collection, right? I think we might have to put it in... Maybe it might be better to put Wild Survivors in D and then put this in C. Because, like... There are lots of good reasons. Was Wild Survivors as bad as the Legendary Collection? Okay, we can keep. Let's keep Legendary Collection in D. We can keep. What do you mean if I gave Sayak a B? This is a B. This isn't a B. No, I think this is a C. Uh, Because duality is like cool, I guess. It again topped with the YCS, but other than that, Xeno play. Assault Synchron tanked. Super Poly reprint is like fine. Welcome Labyrinth reprint is like fine. Azalea is cool, I guess. Uh, The quarter centuries are like cool. This had like golden rule. But I don't know. The rest of this set kind of sucks. I think. What about the reprints? Aren't the reprints really good? There's a reprint set. We should be judging it based partially on that, at least. Uh, Super Poly, IP Mascarena, Rite of Aramisir, Foxy Tune. IP Mascarena was a big reprint at the time. It wasn't. Yeah. It's had a lot of reprints, but it was still a fifteen dollar card. Uh, Book of Eclipse. What else? Rare is cool. Terraforming. Yeah. Dark Hole. Heart Earth Dragon was actually a good reprint. Mm-hmm. That needed a reprint. Yeah. Uh, Zeus. Ibli. Zeus was in here. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about Zeus. Ibli, Ibli was a very good reprint. Yeah. Synchrozone was in here. <laughs> uh, Aratama. Indeed it was. Uh, Aratama was in the set. That was a good reprint. The punk engine good reprint. was in here. I think C. It's yeah, like, duality. I think C is fine. Yeah. It's okay. A uh, couple of better relevant cards. Link decoded What's matter next? from Rathnik. Uh So next up is Duelist Nexus. So Dune has Super Green. Huh? No, no. The next next was Fire. Uh, Soulburn, huh? Duelist Nexus. No, Duelist Nexus was July. Duelist Nexus was July. Soulburning Volcano was August. Okay, well, Duelist Nexus July. Duelist Nexus was crazy, wasn't it? I, Duelist Nexus, I think, is... Mirren, stop saying it sucked to open. They all suck to open. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Duelist Nexus, I think, has had, like, a ton of up and downs, right? This set has been, like, oh, it's mid to wow, it's crazy to it's only okay. What all in it? So, important stuff that's in here. Uh, the Unchained cards are in here, which was, like the best deck for a format and have proven to be very, very good. Yeah. Multiple. Uh, and might then, still be one of the best. Yeah. Um, well, post Shravar limit, we'll see. Uh, but still definitely in the, in, in contention. Uh, this also had all of the Infernoble stuff, which was a deck. Uh, and this, this stuff was good enough to finally get a sold band. I had revolution synchron, which has proven to do nothing, but again, is a card that has incredible potential. Uh, this card is, this has cool like card. the whole chimera deck. Which, yeah. uh, which topped YCSs yeah. and it was uh, for a chunk of regionals, time. countless regionals. Yep. Uh, Epearly Noir, which put Noir at like a huge advantage of stuff. Vsauce Armatara, which was huge for Monadium. Um, the Crimson Dragon, which has proven to be good in a lot of different decks. Slepnir, which has now seen lots of play. Um, 
Uh, it has the uh, the Testinos. I will say, if I feel like this set released at least one dominant meta meta warping strategy for six months, as well as a slew of important cards. Yeah, I think probably. Eight. I'm fine if it's just the same ranking as Photon Hypernova to me. Yeah, I agree with that. This didn't have like a mid A. This didn't have like oh, it had Lars too. So yeah, I think A is fair. Yeah. Next is Soul Burning Volcano, which at best it's a C. Yeah, so Soul Burning Volcano I think has aged like a little bit okay, but like it's really bad. I actually think I think Soul Burning Volcano should go in D. Because like I just realized we have two G's. There we go, D. Cards that are in the, um, uh, the Ghost Dress, Sunlight Wolf, cool. Uh, Raging Phoenix, okay. The salad stuff is like fine. Uh, Battle and Boxer King Dempsey, very underrated. Uh, people have been messing with the Volcanic deck lately. Herman Hansen took it to the last YCS. But like overall, the set is terrible to open and kind of sucks. All right. So, I think D. Set should be even grateful to be on the list. Oh my God. <laughs> this is a set notably that could age really well. Like they could just release a support card overnight. It won't. Uh, but I, I think it's the legendary duelist sets just need to die. They're terrible. The reprints, they're really This set was reprints. so This set was so thick on reprinting all of these decks that there were not even any good reprints in this. Like normally, like even in what was the last one? The water one, you could point to like Forbidden Droplet. You don't even have that. Nothing. Yep. Okay. So next, so next up is actually the Megatons. Did we have five products after the Megatons? Megatons, the structure deck, Agov, and then the Rarity Collection. And, and the then, Crimson and then, Dragon. And then Crimson the, uh, King. Crimson King, yeah. And then the Fire King structure deck, and then uh, Valiant, whatever, Valiant Smashers. Um, okay. I'm putting, personally, Megatons are a B. Yeah, I agree with that. I think a lot of people don't like them lots of good reprints. A value proposition. Yeah, lots of good. Yeah, yeah. They're crap. I was gonna say my biggest issue is that there's a lot of stuff missing. Yes, a lot of stuff missing, crappy to open, but a lot of really good reprints and a lot of deck cores available, very cheap. Oh uh, yeah, I'll agree with that. Fenrir reprint was cool. Yeah. Um. What was after Megatons? Uh, the Crimson King. So that's the Jack Atlas structure deck. Uh, I'd say it's like... E? E? I think C didn't have a lot of like great generic reprints. Uh, it matters. It, the Resonator engine is seeing play, and it will see play later uh, with the Horus stuff. But it's not, not amazing. I think C. Yeah. Next is... Uh, Next is Agov. Age or... Age of Overlord. Yep. Age of Overlord. So that has SP, D, Bellstar engine, and what else? Uh, the Horus engine. Basically. Uh, it has uh, Typhon. Engine. Yeah. Typhon. Uh, it's got the Snake Eye deck. Uh, the, the, the beginnings of it. Um, it has Arius, which matters a lot. It has uh, the full um, full armored Xyz engine. Uh, it's got Zhao Long, which mattered for uh for vanquish soul uh i think we i think probably i have 
I have a ton of misgivings about the cost of this set and the stuff that's within it. We probably have to put it low S. Like the meta impact of this is incredible. It thinks lots of good cards. I think like I think high A low S. Like there's no universe where this set is not I think as good as a lot greater S. Also, just for just for posterity's sake, I think two of the last three decks on this list are S tier, or two of the last three products on this list after this. Okay, do we want to just put it in A then? Do we want to say it was a pretty good core set? How about this? We'll put it at the top of A. We'll see how we feel about these last three products. It could move to S. I could be convinced. That works for me. That also could be recency bias, but that I could be true. convinced. Yeah. Next up is uh, Rarity Collection. Uh, we don't even need to talk about this. <laughs> just it's a, a straight S. This is the easiest S tier product that's ever been made. Probably ever. The, probably the best product ever. ever. Like. This is literally the best product since the 2012 10s that had like tour guide maxi uh rescue rabbit all as uh guaranteed like wind up rabbit everything is like guaranteed promos yeah wind up zen mains like this is the best product since the hanzo tin it's been more than a decade this is the best product that maybe has ever been released and i don't think it's close this yep. is a legitimately like changes the way we conceive product. Yep, I agree. Up in the TCG, this is just changes how we view product. Yep. Uh, okay. Because this is what... next. We have Valiant Smashers. Uh, D. <laughs> no, twenty nineteen were not almost as good as Rarity. Nothing was. Valiant Smashers. Uh, said in Tyrion. Is already good, even if it's not a fun thing to play against. It's D. It's D. You said D? D. The reprints are really bad. As soon as they ban Calamity. Okay, keep in mind. Is in D. The Legendary Collection and Burning Volcano. Yep, I think this is D. Like, the only cards worth You don't even think this is as good as Battle of Land. No. The only cards worth picking up in these, like, at the moment, are the Centurion cards. The reprints are all terrible. Uh... Aside from like Eskatos and Christia, quarter century is like cool, I guess. I think it's D. I think it's either low, the lowest of C or like the highest of D. It's pretty bad. It's just so far, so far. I so just far, don't think that I can put something that so like if, far, if go ahead. This is the this is the worst of the deck build sets of the three. Is it? Yeah. Think about how long oh, the other the other two were. Right. Amazing defenders and wild survivors. This set is worse than wild survivors for sure. The later, other ones were later. That may not prove to be true. Uh, Currently, wait, wait, hold on. I think it's D. This was amazing defenders, and what was the other deck built? Wild survivors, vanquished old dinosaur novels. Vanquished Soul. I think this is a really good Wild Survivors. Or not Wild Survivors. The Vanquished Soul. The Vanquished Soul set you were just talking about. Is that that's Wild Survivors? That's is that wild, right? That's Wild Survivors. Yep. Vanquished Soul, Dino Support, and Nouvelles. Yeah. I think this is the worst. I mean, Vanquished Soul topped a lot of events, YCSs and everything else. Yeah. And Centurion is consistently topping every event. 
four or five a decks in a top cut. I don't at the same rate as Vanquish Soul. I don't see why it should be any lower than Wild Survivor. I don't I just don't see this set being the same level as the legendary collection in Soul Burning Volcano. We can we can put it in C. I think it's D, but I will compromise with you and put it in C for the sake of ending this episode. <laughs> yeah. And then uh Fire King Archer Deck. Easy, easy money. Like, dear to me. I think it's an easy S. Yep, I agree. The, buy three of playable deck. Uh although your mileage may vary depending on your location. Incredible reprints. Uh banger banger structure deck. One of the best we've gotten in a long time. Top bottom. It's it's yep. I'm not gonna call it a top in a box, but it is really close. I don't think you absolutely have to have the DLR engine stuff to make it playable. I think it is playable either way. But the fire deck is very, very good. Uh, Droll, Imperm, Judgment. So there you go, chat. Dogaran, Giant Trainer, Herald of yeah. the Abyss. Uh, yeah, Giant Trainer is an amazing reprint. Yeah. Like Dark Hole. Yeah. Tanky. Meta meta relevant competitive strategy, at least five good reprints. Torrential, Diamond Dire Banger. Hita. Like just great cards. Yep. Awesome. There you have it. Okay. Age Void, Amazing Ender, Nexus, and the Trap Trick structure all in A tier. Are there any of these that we feel like we need to go up to S tier? I think Agov is the only one you could consider moving, but I think Agov is also very top heavy, even though it has like a lot of cards that are good. It's like all of them are at secret or ultra. That's kind of my issue with it. Yeah. So I think, I think it can stay in A, but I don't think it can go up to S. I think if we consider like the fire King structure deck at like the bottom of S, then I don't think we can say that Agov is better than the fire King structure deck. So I, I agree with keeping it at A. I think it's high. A. I think, but I think here's my thing with so many of these sets. And I don't mean like one or two of them. I mean almost every set in here. We've established what is an S tier set. S tier sets are the sets that actually give a good value proposition for the players. It's just that simple. Sets that make it enjoyable to buy product are S tier. And the sets that make it enjoyable to buy product are the ones that are fun to open, like the rarity collection, or the ones that are affordable. Mm-hmm. I think it's really just that simple because all the other cards, they just suck to open. Like that like moderator here in the chat Mirren was saying it the whole time so many of these sets just suck to open they are miserable because it's clown gas it's pure clown gas all of them (laughs) it's literally just every single thing that every one of these products to open is just not fun rarity collection was genuinely fun like like if i'm ranking these as products as a consumer these products sucked. I can put Gate Guardian in G tier and it's funny, but like it wasn't a good set. It had something specifically for me, 
But guess what? I still didn't buy a single box because there was no value proposition in opening it. I could get all of the individual cards. I got them in a trade combined for like 10 bucks. And even then I did it just because the guy already had it and it was easier than valuing them all at the pennies they were valued at. Like legitimately, none of these products are worth opening except for the rarity collection if you have money to blow because it's fun and the Fire King structure deck. That's it. I guess you could maybe say Agov because almost every secret you pull has some sort of value. But even then, the set is so top-heavy that it's hard to justify opening sealed product. I guess Trap Tricks, really on the same vein as the Fire King structure deck, it was competitive out the box and fun. Like, legitimately, the Trap Tricks structure... Yeah, seven cards now worth a hundred plus dollars, but how many of those are quarter century secret rares? Almost all of them. True. All right. I think I think all we right. have to wrap this one up. Yep, I think we're done here. I'm gonna take a screenshot and put it on Twitter. That way people can freak out on Twitter. <laughs> all right. Uh I guess while Sonny is uh, screenshotting and posting to Twitter, I-, I will read out our wonderful patrons. I already screenshotted it if you want me to read them. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll do it this time. Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'll do the, I'll do the, I'll do the patron names. So, okay. On that note, once I sort by active, as always, a huge shout out to Always Second. It's always sunny at the Sacred Summit. That's very good. <laughs> that is good. Zypherus, uh at the One Epilogue, Big Stinky, Ding Dongs, Hostess of the Yang Zing, Give Me Some More, Dragussi Konami, HZH Cyber, John Leal, Mountain Man, Oatmeal Spaghetti, Owen Alvarado, Pistol Plays Pendulums, Silver Hope, Skyhawk Over the Beatles, True, Understanding and Reading are two different things, Virtually Savior's World, Vsauce, Star Frosty the Snowman, so good. Vsauce, Star Frosting these nuts, slightly less good, but still good. Uh, Aaron Gardner, <laughs> Alexander Chan, Asami, Ashless Chan, Atsuyo, Simp of the Silver Castle, Blackwing Silver Wind the Ascendant is the best Floodgate, Blue Ice is best Copium, Boxwine, come on and get your game on, Dragon Maidenless Behavior, Ice Jade will win a YCS before Sword Soul, I have bad news about that. Uh, I am about to wreak a glamour tribute for Costi's plant nuts in your mouth. What do you mean you have bad news about that? Don't worry about it. Level 4 Fire. Sword Soul hasn't won a YCS. A little stinky, uh, but Sword Soul will win before Ice Jade though. Uh, Maxi Pack, Old Man Red, Pincode One Four Three, Sinful Soils, uh, Sunny's Internet Gremlin, and the existence of a terror top implies there is also a joyful bottom. Uh, thank you all so much for your continued support of the podcast. Um, I don't have a card fun for you today, but Pankratops is at two, so that's nice. Do you have anything else to say to the people, Sunny? Gate Guardians are still good. <laughs> go in gate guardian mode speaking of gate guardian mode have a good gate guardian night and a great gate guardian hey, hey no episode no episode no episode on monday or tuesday no episode tuesday we're taking it off for the new year just like thank you sorry that we took off for the last episode but no episode this coming tuesday either we're taking that one off too true because we're lazy now skip episodes whenever we want bye. I gave up on the bye bye
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.